What are your gifts? What do you desire for yourself? What do you envision for the entire planet? Immerse yourself into the Ascension of the Soul online two-day conference. Explore your soul's purpose and experience deep connection to all that you are. A collaboration of luminaries here to support you in understanding and remembering your true potential. Brought to you by Soul Search and Portal to Ascension. Now is the time to awaken to our soul's gifts and abilities. Join us October 15th and 16th, 2022. Boy, that leaves me with such a feeling of peace when I see it. Greetings and welcome, everyone. I am your co-host, Joan of Angels, with our beautiful Tangela. And we are going to be talking with a guest today. We have a great show today with you with an amazing woman, shamanic leader, who's going to talk to us about how to really connect with all aspects of consciousness and divine beings out there. So we want you to stay tuned, and I think you're going to enjoy her. But meanwhile, I'm Joan of Angels. I'm with Portal to Ascension. I'm an intuitive guide, and I'm really here to help you tune into the miraculous and who you are and working with my dear friend, Tangela from Soul Search. Yes. Hello, Joan. So wonderful to be here with you. And hello, everyone. Hello, Sue. I see you chiming in, and it's really exciting to be here. Um, as you guys may know, soulsearch.io is a global online platform for spirituality and consciousness. And we have incredible practitioners, healers, teachers, and guides like Joan of Angels and Lori Wheeler as part of our platform. And, you know, we're all coming together to really be bringing um, spirituality and consciousness out to the wider world through um, all types of experiences, including this upcoming conference, Ascension of the Soul. I know. And that that is what we're here talking about, the ascension of the soul. And every speaker we've been bringing on has talked about how they help us step into or connect better, you know, and, and it's all part of our awakening. So it's very, very exciting. Do you want to look at the conference, let everyone know about it, how you can register for that conference? Yeah, sure. All right. So she'll bring it up and, and let's talk about it a bit. But first of all, we've changed the date. To, so let's mention that. Yes, exactly. We've now um, changed it to October 29th and 30th. So that gives everyone a little bit more time to prepare to attend. It'll be two days, um, 25 speakers, all talking about different aspects of Ascension of the Soul, um, which is going to be really exciting, being able to do these downloads with each of our speakers, um, looking at it from the Akashic Records perspective, from Dark Night of the Soul, Shadow Work and Shadow Play, Quantum Psychology, Astrology, uh, really incredible diversity of speakers and perspectives on what it means that we are ascending and what it means for us as individuals, as well as for humanity, as well as for the universe. And so it's going to be exciting and um, two days of downloads and it will be available for replay as well so that you can always tune back in and, and catch up with something if you missed it or if you'd like to go back and revisit it again. Okay, and it's the Ascension of the Soul Conference. So we're gonna put on right here, I can see it. Maybe we'll we'll type it down in the bottom in a minute also. Um, so people can just click on that link. But meanwhile, so Tangila, let's just like start, let's take a deep breath together. 
with everyone because we're moving into this soul awareness. And so dear Mother, Father, God, we're just so grateful to be together in this sacred space. We're so grateful to be together to, in this arena of stepping into the higher consciousness together as a group, emerging into that oneness consciousness. And when we do it online, it seems to be even more powerful. So good. So good. Tangela, why don't you tell us about our guest? So let's bring her on. Beautiful. So feel very connected to all of you here. Exciting. And I just want to introduce our guest, Lori D. Wheeler. She is the owner of Wellness Within and is a transformational holistic practitioner of over 25 years, trained in homeopathy and soul regression hypnotherapy. As an adjunct, she works as an energy receptor and translator, which entails medical intuition, channeling, speaking light language, and as a shamanic practitioner. Working with codes of light and sacred geometry, she will transmit, activate, and recalibrate dormant DNA in order to raise the soul's vibration. Lori nurtures one to find and develop a more authentic self. Her work and programs are designed to help individuals or group participants to recognize their individual or group power, passion, truth, strength, creativity, and motivation, the juice for purposeful living. Her highest mission is to work with the principles of true healing and the energy force it seeks to transcend. She's also the author of Oh No, Not Another Learning Experience, A Metamorphosis. Through her work, she shares the foundational message of her book. Our learning experiences and life lessons carry us along the river of life to help us evolve. So welcome, Lori. What a what a beautiful introduction. Thank you so much, Tangela. Hi, Joan. A pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me. We are so happy to see you here. We're happy to see everyone joining us. Malcolm, Maria, let us know where you're from, guys. I see a lot of you are out there. Just kind of join in the conversation with us. And the beautiful Lori, it is great to see you. Oh, same here. Great to see both of you as well and everybody else that's here. Thank you. So we had an opportunity, guys, to be with Lori about 10 days ago or a week ago here in Mount Shasta and actually experience her connection with these divine beings and her connection with source. And I'm just really curious because up until then, I didn't know much about you, but I'm really curious how you became the ceremonial shamanic teacher healer. Well, that's a really good question. question. <laughs> we could break it down. Did you and know? It's a loaded question. <laughs> um, well, okay. So I'm going to back up, go through my life. I, I think I came in as one of these types of people anyway, a strong person. Um, and so I've always been on my path, even at the age of five which my parents couldn't tell me too much. I kind of had my direction and I would channel Jesus, Sananda. And I can remember going to church with my mom and I'd yell out at the end of church, bye Jesus, I'll see you next week, you know? I mean, and people would turn around and look at me like, who's this little five-year-old? But, you know, it's a force back then. Oh my God. (laughs) So, You know, I've always been on this path and I've always listened without 
self-reservation. And that is something that's different even as a young child. Um, so I've always heard and listened and been guided and followed. And even when it hasn't been maybe what I've so much wanted in my life, and I could pull out many times that that's happened, but knowing that this deep internal sense of knowing that I need to do what I'm here to do. And so with focus and, and that's part of what I try to help other people, you know, stay in your focus, stay on your path because we have a contract to, to um, that didn't come together lightly. A lot of energy came around putting that contract together. And so to not fulfill it, you know, is, is it's, it's, it's a shame to not do that. So, um, so I've always done this and um, I've had a lot of visions that have guided me to do certain things or what is coming down the path for me to enlighten me, to keep me on my path. Um, and I dance to the beat of my own drum. So it's just, you know, it's how it goes for me, you know, um, and then I had an experience uh, back it, when I was about 30 uh, with my family. We built a house and it was on native burial ground, although we did not know it at the time. And that was what I call a rude awakening, um, a second awakening, so to speak. And that uh, introduced me to different spirits um, and how they're working with me. But it was interesting because I leaned up against a tree, this odd, strange tree on the land, and I was teleported to another time. And it was in that time that I got to see what was going on with two different um, native tribes, one coming in and, and, and killing many of the others. And so there were wandering souls and how to help them cross and, uh, oh, this whole opening that occurred for me. And unfortunately, but fortunately, all that energy, all that sorrow went sucked right into me. And it was it was an unusual learning, but I I had to navigate that and uh, and learn through it. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's also, also it, sounds, it sounds like part of your work is to transform those energies and to actually anchor in the light energies and maybe that part of that training was so you can do exactly what you're doing so amazingly well right now. Yeah. And it was through, I absolutely agree with you. It was without the experience, I don't think I would have been able to know it the way I know it today. So as we live on the earth plane, the understanding here is about experience. We have to have it in order to be able to maneuver through to elevate and and ascend and so yes you know that was part of the learning experience was going through it and why i've had so many experiences so sure wow and so Lori, you're also this interdimensional channel when when did that come through on your journey and and who are they you know who do you work with who are some of the beings coming through what is the purpose you wanted to let us know Sure. Well, it um, it's come in in 
in pieces, in portions. So it first started in native culture. And actually, one of my very first guides was Sitting Bull. And it may or may not have anything to do. I was born in Great Falls, Montana, and that's, you know, reservation land and so on and so forth. So I'm really not sure, but definitely connected to him and bringing about that culture and the wisdom. And that's where I came into shamanism and began to really understand what working in the void was and those that work in the void with me, which then opened up um, soul retrieval and, you know, the shamanic work and all of that. So it began with them. And then what happened, it just began to uh, in, uh, go from there. And then I would work with interdimensional beings like um, the Arcturians. I came to understand I'm um, of Arcturian um, descent, although probably others, but that's it's a predominant um, aspect for myself. Um, and then I work with uh, the emissaries of light and a particular consciousness called Megalithicon. And it's an unusual name. And I, I was like, what? Say it again. I mean, I, I didn't get that, you know, because when you translate, it's got to come through the brain, you know. And so those filters, they can uh, they can get in the way a bit. But um, so I've worked with St. Germain and many of the um, angels and the archangels, uh, the Pleiadians. Um, oh, my goodness. Uh, I work with many people, many shamans, many other people's uh, guides that need to come through to bring information about a person. So it's just the open channels and but it's always of a high vibration it always has been i really never get involved with the low energies at all um and if they do they have no place being here so well do they work with you in different ways I, i'm assuming they don't all come at the same time <laughs> i was trying to picture that you know. Yeah, no, they do come at different times. I think it really depends on what my needs are and um, or sometimes they'll come in when they bring a specific need that I may not be aware of and they'll let me know. So, for instance, I work with um, a consciousness called the light beings. That's what they want themselves to be known as. And they speak the language of light. But there are many of them. And I can tell by the way. Uh, my voice uh, speaks and, and sound and one of them sings and they all have a different function of energy and information that comes through. So, you know, I just stop and ask, OK, who wants to bring in what what's important for this moment? And it may be for someone else, myself, for the collective, whatever's going on in that way. Wow. And so where is your, where in your journey did the homeopathy come in? And do you still, you know, I know you're also medical intuitive. Um, so where does the medical work fit into all of this? And when did it, that start? And is that still a part of your work today? You know, it is still, it, it's a great part of my work because it happens to be um, one of the types of medicines that will transcend with us uh, because it is energy medicine and it has the capacity to heal at the level that we're needing our healing to mm -hmm. happen. So mental, emotional, physical. And um, 
I've been a homeopath over 25 years. That came in conjunction with my spirit work. Uh, I was intrigued. Well, first of all, <laughs> on the land, not at the time when um, we built our house on native land and the whole spiritual thing was happening. We had toxic water and and well water, and it was very toxic. Uh, and so it made us sick, my whole family. I have four children and my first husband at the time and myself. And so I actually lost my memory. Um, and today is not ac actually 100%, but there was a purpose in that for me, that as I got and stepped out of my own self, out of my own what we'll call intellectual brain, then I could step into receiving because it's just about receiving. And eventually, as the Arcturians speak of, we're going to put our brain, our intellectual brain sort of on the back shelf and work much more from the intuitive. And when we need this, it'll be there. So I'm already kind of ahead of the game. I got, you know, a head start on the whole thing. Um, but uh, I was looking for an answer for my family and myself for mm -hmm. healing. And I, I, through different channels, I came into homeopathy. I was intrigued. What is this medicine that has this power? And I wanted to know more about it. I just studied it, but not to become a practitioner. And uh, it just drew me in, drew me in because it has great potential and power for, for healing. You know, I'm a chiropractor. And when I had my kids were little and born, I only took them to, to a homeopathist. I refused it. And from the very beginning, so we started with constitutional remedies for the whole family. Huh. And what I want to say is that well, like this wellness from within, healing that comes from within is the new earth. It's the wave of the new future. I do see that the medical and the pharmaceutical industry, people are going to start to see them for what they really are soon as covering up the symptoms. So I, and also homeopathy, the truth is, is that spiritual connection actually makes it easier for you to connect if you're not using those pharmaceuticals. I mean, my guides are telling me to remind everyone that the <laughs> beauty of it, because the same thing is true with chiropractic. We could do an adjustment chiropractically to connect you to source. You're saying that your work connects you, you know, the home homeopathy also connects you to the divine resonance. So we're all about that. It does. It, it, you're, you're absolutely right on there, Joan. What it does is it, it doesn't change a whole person. What it does is it just clears the old story, so to speak, the repetitive old story that goes on in us. I call it the skip in the record. You can play the record, but it continues to skip when you reach that point, you know. So we all have a story. Everybody has a story. It's just about changing the story because there's old woundology in there and that can come in our lineage, our DNA, wherever it's coming from. Homeopathy has the ability to change our DNA. That's amazing, you know, because that's where it's at. We want to clear that. And what I see, like when I look at DNA and I've had the ability to see this, I see the light that, that the, well, I see the dark, the old story, that which doesn't serve us, which is 
uh, keeping us ill and in chronic situations. And that's just going to darken itself. And the new, the DNA that's already there, the light as it comes in, it highlights, it illuminates the DNA that's been dormant and quiet. And it actually brings out this energy. It's magnificent to watch it and unfold this in a person. It, it's, it's incredible and magic, I say. so. And it goes very, very well with connecting consciousness because yes. it's conscious healing, consciousness in all ways. So tell us more about your, like how you work as a medical intuitive. Does that, it must include the homeopathy I'm thinking, but also a little bit more. Well, sometimes it can all merge together, you know, in a sort of way. And I have to, you know, separate it. But um, the medical intuition, what I love to go in. Uh, so I'm not a person who has a lot of background in medicine or medical. Okay. And I like it that way. I feel more virgin because as I see something, I can then explore what that is and extract what's going on. So I may see something happening. Like for example, I worked with a woman and I saw all these little things moving around all in her whole body. It was like all these little tiny things. And I said to her, did she have a virus or something of that nature? This years ago. And she said, no, I don't have anything like that. And I said, it's really feeling like bugs, literally bugs, you know, and we deducted through some examination that she had at one time Rocky Mountain spotted fever mm -hmm. and it was still in her system. Mm -hmm. She had not cleared it. And I said, bingo, that's where we need to go because that's what's underlying everything else that's on top. When you get the root then, you know, it happens, the change happens. So the ability to go in, see what's going on physically, connected to some dots, of maybe who's bringing it, where did it come from, what happened at a certain time in life. It's just connecting the dots. You know, when we were kids, all these dots and what did it look like? Well, it's the shape of a house, you know, it's connecting dots. So, yeah. And Lori, we have a question coming in from Maria Bruno. She's asking, what is the difference between a naturopath doctor, Reiki, and a homeopathist? So maybe you oh, wow. can um, enlighten everyone because that's true. A lot of us you know, are not really familiar or understand these differences. Sure. That's, that's a question I get all the time, actually. What is the difference? So as a naturopath, they work, they are a doctor, they are a physician, they have their medical background, and they work oftentimes in supplements, uh, minerals, vitamins, things of that nature, some detoxing, depending on who the person is. And I have met many that work a little in homeopathics also, but they're not quite as, uh, what I'll say, educated in the background um, that I have because I'm strictly a homeopath, classical homeopath. So, uh, and we work in just what's called energy medicine. It works at all levels. So we search for a remedy that's what we call constitutional, fits the whole person, mind, body, spirit, emotion, everything. There's a main thread. So here's the example. A person comes and says they have a stabbing pain in the back. Well, let's find out when that began. It began six months ago when a person was up for a promotion in their job. Well, what, what does that feel like that you didn't get your promotion? Well, 
you know, it's kind of like I got stabbed in the back. They didn't acknowledge me. Well, there it is, the main thread, pain in the body, and the mind says the same thing. And so now we search, find a remedy, and that begins the change to happen for the person. Wow. Wow. So really, you're working at all these different levels. Yes, yes. And it's quite an art and science, because if you don't get just the right remedy, it's like missing the bullseye, you know? So I will say that when you get the right remedy, guys, it's very powerful because, you know, I would bring my kids to the homeopath when they had a fever. And there was, you just can't take any medicine. You don't just take an aspirin in homeopathy to clear your body. There's a very specific, and they're tiny little pellet. You just take this pellet and before you know it, your body can go through tremendous shifts. So I can see how it's part of your work, the, the wellness within, the drumming, you know, the shamanic work you do. Do you, do you tie them all together in a certain way? I so, feel like you have to. Sometimes. It depends. Some people come just for the homeopathic, and that's just where they want to remain, and I can really honor that. That's the extent of um, but some people come for the spirit work and then I make a suggestion that there's some clearing that needs to happen. And so a good remedy will help that. Homeopathy is connected to spirit because as it clears away what blocks us, and there are many formats that we can clear our blocking, but I really love the way this does. It does it in a gentle way. It clears the what's on the DNA. And so as that clears, we can see that our frequency begins to change. We become who we are meant to be as we walk the earth, who we are really. And that that's powerful. So the truth is you don't even have to have symptoms to consult a classical homeopathist because, right? Because you're really trying to let go and, and, and assist your body in being able to connect to source at all times. So actually, it is true. So I'm wondering, this, <clears throat> this is an off-the-wall question, Lori, <laughs> but are there constitutional remedies like to help people connect better, you know, to help them um, really hear the voice of their guides? And Yes, there, uh, there, definitely, there definitely are. And, and not only homeopathics, but there are flower essences that will do that also. So um, we find in homeopathics, there are uh, several uh, sections. So there are remedies that are made from plants, minerals, animals, disease. And so what we find of what we'll call a high caliber, a high frequency, oftentimes are certain plants that have that capability of connecting a person. But really, we go by symptoms. So I wouldn't just mm-hmm. hand give a person a plant remedy that that brings them into those higher frequencies. There has to be a reason why you would take that, and it's really connected. Right. But the then that's that's your shamanic work, then, right? So right. that's when. Anyone who would come to you then who wants that would say, let's cut, like, what is your shamanic circle? Like, now I want to know all about it because you've gotten me excited. Like, that, oh, my God, I can start to connect with spirit. What would be the next step? 
right? Well, I have an interesting story uh, with Sean. I have a million interesting stories, but this one particular one, we were doing a journey, shamanic journey uh, group. And this one woman, we, we often start at start, like on the game board, start. And we bring somebody into... Um, to a sacred garden or a sacred place. And it's usually a garden or a forest, some, maybe it's a beach, whatever. And so this woman went into a place and everything about this place is reflective of you. So it's important for you to become the great observer of your surroundings in your sacred place because everything there is for you. Um, and so uh, she noticed she had vines growing everywhere. And this woman, unbeknownst to me when we were doing the journey, but after she shared, she had cancer. And I, you know, I said, let's put two and two together. You have cancer. Something's overgrowing in your garden. Let's do some weeding. Right. So, you know, she did some weeding over some months and her cancer disappeared. Wow. So this is an internal happening and anybody mm -hmm. can do this. It's not difficult. Doesn't take rocket science to go in and do this. You just need a little bit of, you know, uh, help being led into it um, because it takes you into the deeper places that you can access this information. Um, I had a time I wanted to connect with um, some spirits. And so I put up a bench in my garden. I thought, well, if I'm going to sit and talk with them, I want a place to sit. So I invited them in and this wise man, he, he was an Asian man with the five corner hat and the long braided beard. He comes in and I, it was a question about fear, how to overcome some fear. And he comes in and he approaches me very, very uh, peacefully and calm. And he just answers me. He says, move the bench. So I'm going to tell you how important those wise words have been to me ever since. When I get stuck with something, I go back in and I use those three words, move the bench, which means, and it wasn't something I really wanted to hear at the moment because that was not my answer. I thought he was going to give me an answer, but oftentimes that's how they speak to you, these masters, right? So it's about moving the bench. It's about looking at something in a different perspective. And isn't that everything? It's about looking at something different. When you can do that, you can change anything. Wow. And talking about changing anything, Lori, I know your book is about metamorphosis. So, so could you tell us a little bit about your book and does it go into the metamorphosis of your own life? Uh, how does that work? Yeah. So thank you. Um, it, I, I channeled the book for the most part, and um, it, it came into me uh, in 2019 that I should put a book together. But I think I've known I've wanted to write a book for a long time. I just didn't have all the content at that point. And somebody gave me a bumper sticker years ago, one of my clients, and it said, oh, no, not another learning experience. And I just thought, oh, that is everything, isn't it? It's just, oh, no, here we go again, right? Not another one. It is about my personal experiences, but my professional experiences and also some of the clients. I pulled out a few. One was a couple of them were um, soul regressions, different things that have happened to different people. Some of my children are in there, much to their dismay. Um, yeah, a lot, because I feel that people of all ages need to know that we're 
all very similar and and how we come mm -hmm. upon these things these experiences and what they have to teach us and some easier than others i will say yeah so i've i've had uh, i talk about um a woman who was an abductee i do work with abductees um because i have a great connection to the interdimensionals and such um and she came to me she had worked with many people she, five generations of that being abducted and all different things happening and working with the greys. And she needed to know she can stand up for herself and be strong and, and doesn't have to go through what she went through. So I did have a bit of a confrontation with the greys. And uh, I can tell you, I probably didn't stop to think that they are pretty powerful, but yeah, you know, that's, that's how it goes. You know? Okay. How did that go? Just by the way, just give us, the outcome. <laughs> well, I, I'm still here. <laughs> I'm still here. Very interesting. So you work with people because we work with a lot of contactees. Yes. And yes. we work with a lot of people who who know that they're Arcturian or Pleiadian yes. or Andromedan or Lyran. So they already have that, but want to deepen their connection. Yes. 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 So, I, I do work with that. Mm hmm. So what happens at your retreat? Like, what are you offering now? And it's like, sort of let us know what you're offering, but also maybe before that, what are you going to be talking about at this conference that we're all going to? Okay, so I've, I've named it Our Connection, The Next Frontier um, of Consciousness. And it's about, um, you know, we're in 3D right now, okay? And we're moving, we're ascending, we're moving into four. We're going to be in four a little bit. We teeter in and out, some of us, and then going into fifth. And so how do we traverse that? You know, we're going uphill, we've got some bumpy road. How do we do this um, <laughs> as graceful as possible? And it, it's about the voyage, um, you know, of our, our own personal starship, what, what I feel like spirit brings to us, source turns on the light for us so that we get the understanding that we are the brighter star than what we think, other than, you know, our physical uh, 3D. And how do we, we merge our spirituality and our spirit world with our practical, intellectual, third dimensional self. And so I really believe it's about connection, what can, what we connect to, how we do it, the tools that um, have helped me and have helped others. Um, I think that uh, meditation and um, the journey work that I do has provided phenomenal opportunity for not only myself, but others to access, to find out who we are. We need to know who we are. And when I say that, I have a billboard that says this, you know, when I do expos and conferences, do you know who you are? And I'm not talking about you as uh, a teacher or a, a medical student or whatever. That's not what I mean. What I mean is, have you experienced the fullest sense of yourself in your spirit form. And that's what I love to take people to experience because out of all my regressions, most all people will say, wow, that was their favorite part because 
we don't access that often enough. We don't know who we really are, the magnificent souls that we are. Because once you do, you're never going to go back again. You want more. And so find the tools to provide that opportunity to experience that. That's how we up-level ourselves into that higher frequency so we can move forward, let go of the old and coming into our new. And who helps us along the way with that? Wow. And so you're talking about meditation as a really important tool that we can all be using. Um, I know one of the things that you're developing is actually a meditation app for children. So, you know, why, why for children? Like, why is this important? Like, why, why are you doing this right now? Well, children are our future on earth here. Um, and children are important because I think what really made, well, I have four of my own. Um, and then I have some grandchildren too. And, um, they've taught me a lot. Actually, I want to say my children taught me what real love means. And, you know, as a mother, um, that was, that's a great experience. What truly loving somebody unconditionally feels like, but we are loved unconditionally. And so I think children don't often have a voice where they're told what to do. So their power can get taken away. And what I, came to realize is it during the COVID times, um, actually, I'm dedicating this to my oldest grandson, who at the time was four. And I did a little guided meditation with him. It was some grounding nature. I, I said, let's become a tree. And we started to do the branches and the roots and the whole, you know, have a bird come sit on my branch. And what's that experience? And just opening up this opportunity to connect with nature and who you are and what it feels like to feel Mother Earth. And he loved it so much. He asked his mommy the next day, can we do more? And it was like, boom, you know, the light bulb went off and said, ah, we need this for our young people. So I've got about a collection of 30 of them, which we're going to have in sections and an activity book for, you know, further self-esteem and, and getting p young people, children, tweens and teens to get connected to themselves. So what's this experience like? How do you feel about this? Really, how do you feel about it? And, and no holes barred you know, be what you want to be. What's that experience like for you? So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really tickled about it. So yeah. Wow. Exciting. Can't wait to check that I out. I love what you're doing. Amazing. <laughs> love what you're doing, Lori. Thank you. And um, I'm excited that we have you, that you're on the conference and, and that you're doing this work and that we in Portal to Ascension over the next year are going to get to work with you more. And that's also very, very exciting. It is. Absolutely. I, I so look forward to doing it. And it's been great to um, be a part of the Soul Search group and connecting with those who, you know, I, I consider I hold them in high esteem, um, each having their own wonderful um, aspects of themselves. I've learned so much and a and, uh, beautiful group of people. And, and I look forward to more of it. Amazing. Well, we love having you be a part of our group as well, Lori. Yeah, we do. Incredible. So where can people find you and what are you like really offering people? Because you have so many different skills. I'm looking at you going, well, wait, do I need, I don't need a children's app yet, but I do need, you know, what do I really need when I look at you or feel into the energy? 
Well, um, it can come both ways. Somebody can come and say they just feel like they need to uh, up level or change something or or they can come with some um, some kind of symptoms or or something more looking for more connection to spirit. Um, wanting to know what is their mission here? What is their purpose? Wanting to know about their contract, um, feeling like there's a part of them themselves missing. I mean, that's a big aspect that I've heard many people over the years say, I don't really know, but I feel like something's missing in me. And so that says to me, well, they could maybe use some soul retrieval to bring back that part of the soul that went away during trauma and bring that back. Um, uh, so I'm doing some more retreats. I have now in my churning of my brain and, and uh, connecting with my guides to see if this will be a good um, happening. I'm wanting to take a group to Egypt uh, because I have a deep connection to um, the Egyptian deities and, and how it's connected to Mother Mary and um, and Isis and, and Thoth and... Um, the Hathors and Horus. Um, so great connection there. And I've had journeys into the Sphinx and the healing. And I was told by the Syrians that what is on the Egyptian walls is everything that we need to know. So I want to dive in. I want to hear what is it saying? And I can read that. I just want to get there. So so Hawaii also, I used to live in Hawaii. There's a super amount of spirit that goes on there. Um, and I'd love to take people and turn them on to what's happening there um, with, uh, oh my goodness, with uh, the elders and the shamans. And um, it's very connected to the whales and the dolphins. And having worked with the dolphins when I lived in Mexico, it's such an honor to hold a dolphin in your hands the dolphin head, I could count the teeth and the spots on the tongue and to hear how they speak and what they transition, how they help people transition. So um, so I'd love to bring that information. And then, of course, Joan with Glastonbury, I'm looking forward to all the spirit and the work that goes on there. We're going to do a retreat there, too. So lots on the horizon. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And we have a dolphin event coming up also. So lots coming up, guys. It's so exciting that you're a part of Ascension of the Soul. Laura, your work is just magnificent. I feel so honored that I got to meet you. And I'm going to say that some of the amazing art that came out through me a week and a half ago came through just the calling in of the, of the deities when we were there in the mountain. Oh, wow. So you have a very special energy, huh? Definitely, awesome. definitely. I just want to let everyone know who's watching that, you know, like Joan mentioned that we really have the pleasure and the honor of uh, being with Lori a few weeks ago when she was hosting a retreat in Mount Shasta and we were able to participate with her um, in a really incredible activation and ceremony at Ascension Rock and with St. Germain and very, and get to experience your light language as well. So that was all, it was very oh, Definite up leveling for myself. I can definitely say there was a there was a lot of energetic shifts happening with us, um, you know, with that experience. So wow, wonderful. So, so guys, if you want more of Lori, then sign up. You know, make sure you join us at the Ascension of the Soul Conference. 
because you'll and get Lori, you'll get me, you'll get Tangila, you'll get more people who are so aligned with where I know all of you are going, you know, that you're all interested in. So thank you so much, Lori. We will see you next time. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure. Wonderful chatting with you. We'll see you again soon. Okay. Now, quite amazing, Tangela, how you have managed to pull all of these people together for this awesome conference. I mean, I'm just, I'm just tickled just to hear this whole new aspect of working with consciousness. Exactly. No, I mean that's what I think is so amazing, just to get all these different perspectives of how we can be tuning in, tapping in, and up leveling. There's just so many different ways, and like we know, there's a million different ways, you know, down this path. And, and with this conference, we're really able to get to know all of these different practitioners and guides that open up these different ways, whether it's through home homeopathy, connecting with our spirit guides, communicating with interdimensionals, connecting to our own um, interdimensional and galactic origins. I mean, all of these are just opening us up in so many different perspectives. It's incredible. I know, I know, I know, I know. I, I'm looking for the for the link to put in the comments for this for this particular conference, just so we can make sure everyone has it. Here it is. Right yeah. here is the link, and I wanted to copy it though. Man, I'm trying to copy it. It's not letting me copy it. All right. <laughs> but that this is exactly where you'll find the event, guys portal to ascension.org, go to the events, go to the ascension of the soul and um, make sure you're part of that conference. All right. Well, I don't know what else you have in store, but I want everyone to know we're so, we're so excited that you join us, that we're so excited to bring these events for you and um, make sure you check out portal to ascension.org. Make sure you check out Joan of angels.com and most important, check out soul search dot i oh <laughs> yeah and it's amazing like you guys can all connect with incredible practitioners and guides like lori and on soul search she has different videos and other content that you can explore and of course she has a ton of content on youtube and on her website as well so you know i was just seeing everyone's just saying thank you and chiming in and it was just so great to be here with all of you and really excited that you all were able to feel that energy and connection with Lori as well. You know, and I can feel the, the energy of it and the love. So guys, we'll see you all. We have another interview tomorrow. And um, we love bringing these. We love ascending with all of you. My soul gets pretty excited just to be on here. And please like, subscribe, and share this content out with everyone. Wonderful. Thank you so much, everyone. Thanks for joining. And we'll see you again tomorrow. We have an interview with Kalina Molinar. All right. See you all tomorrow, guys. Bye for now. Bye.